You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going. What is that? Is that a forty there ounce out that, there? Is that a forty ounce? Yeah, it's a forty ounce of uh, lemon and r- raspberry kombucha. No, no redeeming social value. That's uh, <laughs> it's old English. You got the old English. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan, so I uh, I decided after uh, 112 years of sobriety, uh, listening to no redeeming social value set me over the edge. What I mean that that'll do it to you. What do you what do you think? Uh, what uh what what are you going through this week? Uh, so I'm in Melbourne. Uh, uh, meeting my girlfriend's parent, Melbourne. Uh, visiting my girlfriend's parents. Uh, really nice. I gotta say, Airbnbs are scams. Like pure, oh, yeah. pure unadulterated scams. I hope you. I hope uh, you brought a uh, a carbon monoxide detector. Uh, you know, I got to bring a bed bug detector. Uh, Is that right? So, well, look, it's just discouraging. I mean, hotels are fucked up too. I've been in plenty of hotels where they let me in and the place wasn't cleaned or whatever. And on my last tour, they gave me a key that opened the door to somebody else's room. Like somebody else was already <laughs> in, in the room. Like, Love it. Uh, that actually happened twice on the last two tours, but, uh, it, it, and the hotels are frustrating. Uh, inevitably, the key that they give me does not work, and I have to go back down to the, uh, the lobby. And one time, this is just this is a very specific example. One time, I had to take a shit super bad, and I'm just get, the 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 lobby bathroom is in uh, is occupied, and I'm getting super frustrated. The key is not working, uh. Uh, and uh, so hotels are ass. Uh, but and slowly hotels will make you racist too, which I don't appreciate. Oh. Cause yeah. Cause I, Eric, I'm trying to live, I'm trying to live a life free of uh, those type of prejudices and, 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 uh, uh, hotels will put you in a space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, uh, Airbnb seems like an alternative of some type, but they always fuck you, man. They charge you $300 to clean it up and then you come in and it's not clean. So uh, would you, I hope you didn't charge the last guy $300. And are you going to, can I not have to pay half of that? Cause I had to clean up my own space before I got here. Listen, I'm just, uh, I'm in a full Karen mood. Let's just go. Yeah. You're gear, gear Karen mode. What do they call Karens in Australia? It's a good question. Uh, they call, uh, uh, what do, what do they call the bad kids in, in England? Chaps. Uh, they, they, yeah. Th- here they have, they have essays. Essays. Yeah, look that up. See if hopefully it's not racial. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't know how to spell let's it. Say. Yeah, Eshays. Eshays meaning okay, Australian. Okay, hold on. Right? is a slang uh, is a slang expression associated with an Australian urban youth subculture that originated from Western Sydney in the late eighties. Uh, hmm. Yeah. So you know what it is? It's it's <laughs> uh it's it's a white uh it's a poor white or poor urban white. 
Uh, so I don't know anything about that. Here's a Eche subculture. Uh, you drink blue Gatorade and, and wear Louis Vuitton <laughs> hats. Doesn't sound so bad. Oh, oh and you got to have a sling bag. Doesn't sound, wow. that sounds, sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. The, so th- this is what an Eche is. Um, so they got, they got Eche's. Maybe I'll, okay. Uh, in New Zealand, hood rats are a similar subculture. Mm. Look, they haven't figured out what to do with poor whites out here. <laughs> they're like, they're like, uh oh. They do what we do uh, over here, just uh, you know, pretend, pretend, just sit in the corner. Uh, what they what they do in the U.S. is uh, they pretend that uh, you don't vote, and then when you do, they get mad. Yeah. No, you made the wrong decision. <laughs> you made the wrong decision. You voted against your interest. I would know your interest because uh, I'm a wealthy uh, East Coast elite that really cares. Yeah, uh, yeah, I care about your well-being so much. <laughs> I'm invested. Uh, so, uh, listen, I thought that uh, instead of talking about uh, journalists that are sleeping with the uh, subject of the of their uh, interviews, which is uh, oh. uh, going to going to trigger me into some uh, weird misogynistic rant that I T- can't afford this week. A tale uh, as old as time. Yeah. Uh, instead of talking about that news, I thought we could go through worst possible timeline bingo. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Shout out to Morgan, who uh, who made that for us. Uh, it was pretty fucking funny. Um, we could do that. Yeah. No, I don't listen. I think this show has to become wholly interested in uh, in non-political things because no one, no one, no one wants to do politics anymore. I mean, I'm hearing about this George Floyd 2.0, and obviously yeah. I do a po- I do a podcast with Tom, and Tom is like plugged into that whole New York uh, uh, crime thing because he's a, a legal advocate for people exactly like the kid that got killed, right? So. I am uh, uh, I'm plugged in on that level, but then I'm also hearing that like just person after person coming out on Reddit saying, oh, yeah, this guy sexually assaulted me. Uh, But who can believe that? And it's like, look, if you and I have to get ourselves in trouble over anything, it shouldn't be politics. I guess that's that's probably right. Yeah, because. You and I both, you know, I almost went off on one the other day mm. uh, on Twitter. You uh, we briefly probably talked about it on the podcast. Mm. There was there was a, a a record label that was talking about not using the word retard. Right, I remember that. And maybe I'll tweet this. Maybe I won't. I, I, but it, the reason I won't is not because I'm uh, anxious to get in trouble or some shit. It's because I'm so frustrated with people thinking that anybody should give a fuck about your opinion. Cause you play music. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I like? It's yeah. so yeah. like when I see my peers just drop knowledge as though it's new information, I, I fucking puke. I go, come on, man. Nobody gives a fuck what you think. Play your little, play your dumb little songs. You know, <laughs> like I, yeah. I'm like, I, I'm like the, uh, I'm like the Fox uh, sports pro- uh, uh, host. That's that says LeBron just dribble. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's me, because it's like, yo, come on, you musician, you couldn't know shit about shit. If you did, you'd be rich. You know what I mean? So fuck off. But uh, the, uh, what I was going to say in that moment was uh, 
homeless was a term created by advocates for the homeless who prior to that were called tramps, bums, losers, yeah. uh, vagabonds, hobos. Transients. So homeless was meant to uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, soften humanize. that blow yeah. and humanize. Yeah. And now we consider it dehumanizing. Yeah. The well, that's, but, but for, that's, we've talked about this a million times. They're always doing this fucking game with language. It's, they're like, they can't help it because it's because they don't actually do anything else. All they do is talk, 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 talk. That's it. So, that's it. Because, yeah. because here's the thing what are you going to keep ahead of sentiment? Here's the sentiment homeless is always going to mean bum because yeah. that's what people think about homeless people in their heart. You know what I mean? Like, like, here's the difference. Everybody uh, fucking knows it. Everybody can detect when you are saying something with cruelty in your fucking tone, everybody. Yeah. And when we pretend that, that homeless and fucking homeless mean the same thing, it, you're just being dishonest. And when you say, uh, what, what's the, the unhoused? Look, when I say unhoused, I promise you, I mean the same exact fucking thing as bum. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, well, I when, promise no, you. I, when I say unhoused, I'm I'm doing it in like a sarcastic tone of voice. That's, that's very that's annoying. That's right. And that's pe- right. Actually, people love. I think everyone loves it when I do that, and they think I'm a good person, and they think I'm funny and and relatable when I do that. <laughs> go, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Is <laughs> like, look, man, you're never gonna get me to believe that the average person is gonna care more about the life of a homeless person if we call them an unhoused person. You, no. you just, I'm too old to be buying into nonsense like that. Also, I'm not getting paid to lie. You know, what I mean? it's so like, why would I say an untrue thing? It's just not true. So whatever, long story short, that, that's what I was going to point about, uh, point out about retard, which is, I hate the word retard. And I, 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 uh, I've, it's only in the last year that I use it. And the yeah. reason that I've, the only reason I use it is because I've completely given up on this idea that you can stay ahead of people's souls. You can't stay ahead of people's souls. It's just what people mean is what they mean and trying to create new words. Just it's, it's a fool's errand or it's a politician's job. It's a scam. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's all to say that if you and I are going to get in trouble, let's get in trouble over something fun. Uh, well, superhero movies are back. How do you feel about that? (laughs) I love I love when something happens and people take away the long the the, the wrong lessons. I think it's so much yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I love that they're yeah. like, look, Guardians made so much money. People love superhero movies. It's like, man, good luck with that. Make Blue Beetle too. I'm sure it's gonna work yeah. out for you. Yeah, precisely, <laughs> precisely. Yeah. You know what? Greenlight the fir- film all three Blue Beetles at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh God, that's right. There's more <laughs> Avatar movies. Make it an epic. Avatar uh, is 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 a, this is that's like a for sure thing that we live in a fake world. I don't know anyone that saw it. Anyone? Uh, there's an example of a band that uh, I'm going to text you something right now. Don't say it aloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Who saw it? No one. They said billions of people saw it or they made billions of dollars. No one. No, I don't believe it. When I, when I send you this, you're going to go, yeah, I don't believe it, but I guess I understand why. Okay. Uh, 
being real vague for our listeners. It's because it's a band that I got to fucking deal with on some level. Oh, I don't need the headache. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at it right now. So it's X, X band has uh X amount of listeners on Spotify. The idea, yep. so people can follow along at home. It seems like way more than this band should have. We won't say the band. We won't say how. I, I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I would be shocked if it was one tenth of that. Shocked if well, it was a tenth of that number. Well, this is the it thing. Actually, right? listen to that band be- because there are bands right there. There, we'll do a little music corner here. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. Um, which, by the mm. way, you got to do. You got to do. Milo joins the clan. <laughs> you got, you Milo, got- <laughs> Milo joins the clan. <laughs> It's good. That's good. <laughs> you know, it's tough because people don't have a sense of humor. To me, that'd be if I was in the descendants, I would make that because it's funny. But yeah, but yeah. people don't got the same sense of humor I do. No, no. And it's probably why this podcast doesn't do so hot. Um, I mean this podcast does fine. I'm just saying, like, it would probably be better if we were like if we had if we were uh, a little more accessible. But then we'd be we'd be prisoners, you understand? Um yes. Uh so there's a band, there's another band. That uh, uh, they their songs have listens in the millions, but they only have five figures of monthly listeners. And I think it's the a, I think the band that you sent me, it's the uh, it's the write up effect. It's the this was in yes. a publication, and it yeah. got a high rating, and everyone uh, reading that publication went, oh, I like I, all the NPCs that read Pitchfork go, I like thing, thing good. <laughs> This was on yes. thing that I read. Now I like. Yes. Because and now I, and yeah. then it exits their brain. Yeah. No, that it exits their brain in 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 four and a half weeks. Uh. So, yeah. I you know I mean there's there's lots of examples of these bands that uh at one point popped, uh because maybe they got a little write up maybe they were on a little uh, a tour with a bigger band, uh pe- they became visible, but then as soon as everyone listens to the top spot of the, the the top five Spotify songs or the, they find them on the, uh, the playlists. Uh, that's when it all goes away. That's that's yes. when it all dwindles down. Uh, yeah, no, look, I, I, I mean, I can at least justify that. I can at least like make a reasonable re- material reality explanation for why that band you sent me has that. However, I don't, I I just the, the avatar thing is bewildering. I don't I just like I don't believe it. Like I legitimately think it's like money laundering somehow. Like I just don't know anyone who saw it and you could say that that's the 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 circles that I swim in, but like I don't even see anyone talk about it. Like like on the internet or like on you like it seems to be so wholly irrelevant. How could so many people see a thing that is so absent from our culture? I don't understand. It just passes over people, but I guess, I guess I like, but you, I mean, did everyone just see it and kind of shrug? There's nothing else to talk. You would think because the amount of money it makes means it must have some kind of cultural influence. The fact that that many people, it could make that much money. No, no, uh, uh, he, uh Glade plugins. So it's probably worth a billion dollars. Yeah, but that's that's Uh, a fixture. This is a piece of this is ostensibly it's a piece of art. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. 
We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Right? It's a film. Uh, it's, it's an art form. No, I under, listen, I understand. It's a theme it, park it, ride. It, I get it. It's technically a motion picture in the respect that it's a it's a picture that moves. Um, what tells a story? Presumably the actors. Alleg- allegedly. Perform- <laughs> presumably the actors convey emotion and. and, and wait, it, wait, it, wait. Did, did you see that Transformers thing? Yeah. <laughs> where people, where it's, uh, it was, uh, for, uh, listen, uh, it said it was a clip of a, the new Transformers movie and it's some battle scene. And it says, this is all one shot. The days of the quick cuts uh, 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 in the Bay verse, which is, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael Bay, um, are over. But it was an, a, a total absurdity because it was all animated. It was all, it was all CGI. It was, all, there wasn't anything real in the clip. So when we say, when we say like quick cuts, it wasn't a, it wasn't one shot of anything. Yeah. But <laughs> like I mean, those are, Presumably they just pointed a camera at a green screen. No, I, it's not even that it's, this was all done in, in somebody's probably fucking at this point laptop. You know what I mean? So, so uh, technically it's the idea of a one shot. It's the concept thereof, you know, but I, I don't know. It, none of you could stop or start these things at any time. They're not, nothing was happening in a camera. I, yeah, anyway, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, yeah, I don't even know, like, how do you even begin to understand how you make images like that on a screen? I, I mean, I presume you have to have several years of college in a, in a particular, uh, 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 no, after effects, <laughs> GFX, uh, program. I guarantee that that, uh, that like nihilistic trans person that we that we read their shit like whatever that was uh like rape head or whatever the oh yeah twitter. the troon <laughs> troon right the tw- yeah the twitter account like i bet that that person who plays team fortress for 17 hours a day i bet that person could make that transformer shit i think that's where we're at probably i, th- I think I, I think it's at the point where people don't even go to school for the shit anymore they they just play team fortress and it's it's kind of like comes in by osmosis Maybe that could be right. Do you ever see like you ever see one of these like 4chan like incels make like a like a rap beat? They do it so quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy how fast they can do it. Um, <clears throat> all right. We we have to play. We have to play uh, worst possible timeline bingo. Um, I almost set one off already. Oh, did. <laughs> well, there was. Yeah. OK, well, OK, wait. So maybe this is a better way to to play this game because uh, we what if we pick a topic? And then we can go down the list of of things on this bingo card. Um, All right, hit me. Okay, topic topic that will get us in trouble. Okay, uh, go. Richard Dreyfus saying the the what, 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 you you explain what Richard Dreyfus said. I haven't watched the clip yet. I guess he said that the diversity initiatives in Hollywood are anti art and the they uh, make for boring work and uh, everything is shit now. Precisely, he said they make me vomit. Okay. <laughs> He's lit, man. He's <laughs> lit. Uh, everybody, we talked about this. Uh, 
Richard Dreyfuss was in uh, a lot of great movies, and he's a great actor. Yes. Great actor. Uh, There's no debating that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the people, his Um, detractors on that tweet were like, look at this dusty bitch. But he might be dusty. He is old. He was in fucking Jaws. But uh, a master at his craft. A master. He's fucking fantastic. But but we should also... He... he, uh, We talked about the movie that he was in, uh, uh, Kippendorf's Tribe. We talked about this. No, I don't think so. Oh, my God. So this is a Disney movie that's been uh, purposefully memory hold. Like Mm. you can't I don't see if you can buy it on iTunes. I don't think you can. Song of the South. Krippendorf with a K. K K-R-I-P-P. Krippendorf's Tribe. So. Uh, I swear to God, I read this. This is going to get us another, uh, uh, like senility thing on our, uh, bingo thing. Whoa. It Uh, came out in 98. That's so recent. That's so recent. Respected anthropologist, James Krippendorf and his wife, Jennifer, bring their three children along during their much enjoyed search in New Guinea for a lost tribe. The search fails despite the family's best efforts. After Jennifer's death back in the U.S., James falls into academic stagnation, having spent his foundation grant money raising the children as a single parent. This is a good this is a good plot so far. Scheduled to lecture at a college and fearful of being charged with misuse of grant funds, James concocts an imaginary tribe, the Sheikah Marinmu using the names of his children as basis. Uh, he later fakes a 16 millimeter documentary film, casting his children as tribe members and superimposing footage of the legitimate new Guinea tribe. So as to enhance the illusion. Um, so <clears throat> it is, uh, his children playing new Guinean tribesmen. Yeah. Uh, so Jenna Elfman, is uh, just like a like a little like a little New Guinean tribeswoman uh, in this movie. Oh, Lily Tomlin's in it. Uh, so uh, everybody, Crippendorf's uh, uh, tribe. Go watch it. Go find it in whatever capacity you can. I think you should the the poster should be your uh, your next album art. Because uh, <laughs> imagine if you got the cease and desist, then you could make a whole thing of it. And then they would have to acknowledge that this was a movie that they made. Yeah. 98. 98. Not long ago. That's crazy. I thought, well, when you said it was memory hold in, in that way, I, I'm thinking like, like Song of the South was what, the 60s? Uh, no, That's was a long time ago. Um, it, was it before that? Oh, well, wow. It's yeah, co- it's, no, yeah, totally. 1946. Um, way off. So, uh, directed, uh, by, uh, the guy who directed the wizard. Ah, classic, uh, Fred Savage. It, it took him, uh, after Krippendorf's, Krippendorf's tribe, it took him, uh, about a decade to get another movie done. Actually, it's it, all of his movies are a decade between. And, uh, in that, that next movie was 2007's firehouse dog. Okay. Although he did do he did do Monster High the movie uh for television. Still working last last year. He's working. He's working. Uh yeah, it looks like he's done a, done a bunch of TV movies. God bless him. He got regular work in the TV realm. 
He's one of the, we've talked about this guy before. He's one of those work, like working directors, you know? Yeah. You know what? This is a weird thing because am I this guy right now? Maybe, maybe like, like, like is being in drug church and playing fucking 500 cap rooms or whatever smaller. Is that the equivalent? Like, does the, do the guys in Metallica say, Oh, this guy's doing TV movies. Uh, yeah, probably. Or, or have I not even arrived at that level? Oh, Mia Kunis playing one of the, one of the tribes people, maybe, Mm. uh, uh, she keeps that one off her reel. Um, yeah, this film received generally negative reviews with criticism for its racial stereotypes. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> anyway, Richard Dreyfus has been lit for a long time. That's the point. Um, <laughs> but okay, so uh, so are we going down the list? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking uh, at it right now. I'm wondering. I'm, I don't know. Where, have we invoked any anything in here yet? Uh, so I I almost did, um, I uh, what's the one I saw? Um, okay, so a hundred percent the ones that that map easily onto this topic are uh, ev- uh, evocation of the Overton window, sure. right? Yeah, uh, that that's an easy one. But that that's like uh, to me the Overton window is like one of the most important discussions you can even have. Uh, well, let's let's not get deep here. Uh, I think it and is. then and then. Eric conflates two unrelated actors is destined to happen. Destined, right? Destined. <laughs> so, no question. I can't go a single conversation without doing that. Uh, uh, Eric says, I don't know, man. That's, that's a oh, given. Destined. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, let's see. Eric fumes about how much he hates weed. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's but that's not, the tri- that's not the tribe. We can't tie that into the tribe, I don't think. No. Well, one of them uh, on here is Gene Hackman. And I mean, I think I would think your your reverence for for uh, Richard Dreyfuss is, probably matches Gene Hackman. To some, I mean, uh, Gene Hackman is perhaps – they're in the same realm. Is that fair to say? Gene, uh, they're in the same realm, for sure. Gene yeah. Hackman, however, is a goddamn beast who brings up the quality. He could have made Krippendorf's tribe pop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he would have made that one re- really go. He could have done a uh, one one man show of Krippendorf's tribe, a hundred percent, where he plays every role. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eric falsely claims we'll do messages next episode. That is Eric's entire fucking gimmick. Gosh, when did you think um, the last time we even did it was? I don't know why you avoid it so much. Is there's like, did we get like nothing but racist messages for a week? I mean, well, <laughs> that's the thing saying? is, like, I'm always like, uh, I'm always nervous of what these people are gonna fucking say. I should probably just vet them, right? No, you should just let it play. Who gives a goddamn? It's not us saying it. I'm not advocating for this fucking shit. Mm. I don't even have opinions. Is that right? Yeah, I don't care about anything. They're like assholes. Everyone has one. I'm fully grill pilled. What's you know grill? What I mean? You just want to grill for God's sake? It's it's it's. Hey man, it's really confusing out here. I just uh, why don't you come over? Have we're we're grilling? Yeah, we're that's grilling. a grill pill. Yeah, the grill. You pill. know. I'm grill pilled. I'm a, although when I see Krippendorf's tribe and I think about that, that uh, Twitter with, you know, whatever that was like uh, uh, the raper or whatever uh, it's uh, that's that sort of shit where if I wasn't grill pilled, if I wasn't like familyed out now, I would Mm -hmm. definitely be entering my like Steve Albini rape man period. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where it's just like, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's time to provoke everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's time to upset the entire world. Uh, oh, oh, I got another, I got, I got another topic we can go to. Um, tell me. Uh, uh, local dinosaur, uh, Howard Stern upset that the NBA players don't give him daps while he's sitting courtside. Howard Stern's still alive. Howard, yo. Imagine, wait. yo, these NBA players, does he understand that they were born in 2002? So wait, Howard Stern is going to NBA games after two years of not leaving his home? I guess he's out and about now. He was, he was, he was complaining that no one, no one at these games uh, wants to like take photos with him. He feels, he feels dissed. Yo, they don't know who you are. Uh, You're not particularly photogenic either. (laughs) That's fucking for sure. He looks like Big Bird, but he's also, but it's like, bro, you you fucking, you have not been relevant for three decades. Yeah, that would be like, uh, you know, uh, who who's the. uh, like Harden doesn't want to take photos with Richard Dreyfus. You know Harden, what I mean? Harden doesn't want to take photos with man cow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bubba like the just, love sponge. Just really people that wouldn't be on his radar for any reason. Yeah. Bro. And people that would, you know what? That, that would be like, uh, like Count Bessie doing like, like being like, uh, why do, why doesn't Patrick want to take photos with me? You know what I mean? It's because you were <laughs> fucking like, it would be a, like a, like a ragtime guy, like mad that, that, uh, people born around, <laughs> born around the Oklahoma city bombing aren't, aren't trying to take a photo with him. Yeah, no, I, I'm not I, looking I, for an autograph. You're dusty. Go list Howard Stern, go out with some grace or do something relevant. There's, don't there's, try. yeah, well, I mean, don't really don't, it would be embarrassing, but go out with grace, you know? Like be like oh, fucking oh. Uh, 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 Jack Nicholson, who just Wait shows up, already... sits on his ass, people kiss his feet. We already hit one of these. What we hit? Forty-five minutes about homelessness. We, <laughs> we already <laughs> we already hit this. Uh, That's the one people love the most. That's the <clears throat> best one. Incorrect anecdote about Ezra Miller. Is that fair? I think we've been very uh, accurate with our reportage on Ezra Miller. Howard Stern. Uh, Actually, Howard Stern is going to be in a Marvel thing. Did you know that? I did not know that he said he said on his radio show last year that he that they're making like a I think Disney Plus is making like a Doctor Doom show. Mm. And he plays Doctor Doom. <laughs> Imagine. That would be I mean, that that would at least be uh, that would be a fresh take. For Doctor <laughs> Doom, Doctor Doom is like a sleazy radio host. Pat reveals how much Daily Wire he watches. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> I watched an hour-long interview with uh, Ben Shapiro the other day. And you know what the saddest part was? What's that? <laughs> that I felt like I knew all his talking points because I'd seen him talk. Like, I've definitely watched some other hour-long fucking video or interview with him. Uh, did you know he was 16 when he went to college? I mean, I, 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 I believe it. I didn't know that, but I believe it. Mm, very accomplished man. <laughs> Krippendorf's tribe. Uh, let's see. Oh, look uh, and see. Here's the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, 
the Flash, uh, Ezra Miller, uh, to star in the uh, 2024 remake of Krippendorf's Tribe. No, that's not true. Oh, oh. <laughs> we are on the pulse. Two um, days ago, Michael Shannon, the Flash, Ezra Miller, is in a horrible situation, per his words. What's the horrible situation? I heard he was. I heard that he blamed uh, Warner Brothers for his mental breakdown because they did not approve his onset psychologist. Is that right? Did you read that? Read that. Uh, so we don't. So we don't get accused of citing. Uh, 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 false Ezra Miller information it says here, according to uh, according to an anonymous uh, source close to production, that uh, uh, the MK Ultra didn't take for Ezra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think is going to happen next? <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Uh, uh, here's a, a quote, uh, this, this is actually the title, title of the article, quote, I'm just immensely uncomfortable being around you. Ezra Miller's close friends abandoned them after early Hollywood success. What's going on with Ezra? Uh, <clears throat> Ezra kind of exemplifies in the same way that, uh, Susan Sarandon and, uh, who was her? Uh, husband for all those years. What's it? the guy from the Hudsucker Proxy? What the fuck is Tim? Mm. It's like one of the only fucking Tims in in Hollywood. But it's Tim, his goddamn Tim, name, Tim Meadows. <laughs> Susan Sarandon and Tim Meadows. In the same way that they were, uh, kind of exemplified uh, Hollywood liberalism for a lot of people. Yeah, and and, and like really just made people mad in that respect. Uh, I think Ezra Miller uh, does, d- does that for Tim Robbins, uh, Tim Robbins. I Thank think we've, you. We've done this. I think we've done this exactly before we have done exactly this. Yeah. We're living, uh, but in the same way that they've, they've, they represent that type of um, uh, uh, Hollywood liberalism. Ezra Miller represents uh, Hollywood non-binaryism. Mm. for a lot of people and so he is hollywood non-binaryism yeah he's very (laughs) triggering for for people okay Uh, and i kind of get it because he sucks like if if he was he seems like a pill let's say that everybody let's say that grandma has no idea what non-binary is right no idea very likely and her only frame of reference is is ezra miller Mm. That's the only non-binary person that she's even aware exists. She says, "I loved him. Uh, I loved him in in Krippendorf's tribe." Yeah, <laughs> she just is walking around with now a distaste <laughs> for non-binary people. She goes, "These Hollywood weirdos." You know, that's it. So Ezra Miller is kind of if I was if I was non-binary, I might be taking shots at Ezra Miller in a public way. I might be like, can we get this guy fucking fired? Because he's making it difficult to to have conversations with grandma. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I mean, I don't know what's going on with Ezra, but it seems it seems like their uh, their uh, career is uh, I mean, it could be going better. Right. But I think they're still getting work. Couldn't be going too much better. It's just in the, if this Flash movie, which was just in previews or whatever, and people are saying it's the best superhero movie of all time, 
if they've got a if they've got to franchise this kid, I don't know if his career could be doing much better. Uh, well, his his uh, man, that Flash movie looks like a pile of shit. It's looks hideous to the eye. I'll say that all these that, movies. Yeah, I, I I'm just tired of these like fake streaks of light coming in. <laughs> In every fucking every scene, it's terrible. Well, did you see? Did you see uh, 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 Keaton being forced to say the line? No. What does he say? He says, "Let's get nuts." <laughs> In the trailer, oh, they, and you can oh, tell God. they have a sniper. They had to CGI the the red dot on his forehead. They had to CGI oh. that out. <laughs> oh. He says, "You want to get nuts?" All right, let's get nuts. Oh. Hold on, let's let's take a look. Um, Michael Keaton, who I love, love Michael Keaton. Are you kidding? He's great, and I like Hold that on. Batman movie a lot. Oh yeah, come on, come on. So so let's take a look at Michael Keaton's Wikipedia. It uh, <laughs> it seems that uh, he he's been married uh, once, and he's been with Courtney Cox for five years. Um, does he have children? Who could they be threatening? That's my question. Mm. I mean, oh, they have a son. Oh, Sean Keaton. Okay, sure. Um, so Sean Keaton, uh, a Grammy award-winning uh, musician, by the way, uh, is uh, that's who is in. That's whose life is is under threat. That's why he is uh, made to do this. Uh, the, the, this let's get nuts line. Or yeah. do you think he's senile? That's the other uh, uh, idea. I think he's just I think he's uh which should be on this uh on this bingo card by the way. Uh I think he's just get bag. Yep. <laughs> uh I don't know. I mean it sounds like he just chills. He's uh he's a longtime Pittsburgh resident. <clears throat> um If that's true, he saved he saved a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Um he, oh, okay. So he bought a, a ranch near Big Timber, Montana, where he spends much of his time. Listen, he probably just like, it's probably like Harrison Ford too. It's probably just like, they gave me a choice. I could do this or I could do Batman. You know, it was like, I could do Star Wars or I could do Batman. <laughs> Batman, I only have to do one. They're going to kill me off. Star Wars, I got to do seven. And a, yeah, Disney, I, and a TV show. I did what I had to. Yeah. And it's also probably just like, I want to, you know, Keep my name in these studio execs' mouths. Keep a keep a good face on everything. I'll get more work. Yeah, more work though. He's seventy one. Who even wants to work at this point? Yeah, I mean, maybe he has a lot of gambling debts. What do I know? I don't know about his life. That that could be. He likes fishing. <laughs> yeah, yo, as okay. I'm looking at Ezra Miller's uh, Wikipedia. How do you, I'm not going to say the name of his band, but uh, how do you, his band has fourteen thousand monthly listeners? Not bad. Not bad. That can terrible. open for drug church. Yeah. Let's let's reach out. <laughs> uh, in 2018, Miller showed support for the Me Too movement and revealed a personal experience concerning a Hollywood producer and a director, both of whom were left unnamed. "Quote: They gave me wine, and I was underage. They were like, "Hey, want to be in our movie about gay revolution?" And I was like, "No, you guys are monsters." Yeah, I don't know if you said that. <laughs> no, you doubting it? Yeah, I don't know. You owe oh, you of little faith. Later that year, Miller announced that they were in a polyamorous relationship with multiple pe- people, including their bandmates. Yeah, well, best of luck. 
I mean, that's what these kids are on. You know, that's what this is the tip that that this is just the Gen Z tip. Although he was born in 92, which does that make him Gen Z? No. Right. What makes you what's the cutoff for Gen Z? Um, I think that makes him. He's a millennial. Get the fuck out of here. He's a millennial. 92. He's old as shit. He's spent. He's yeah, he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all the best to you, Ezra. He, lo- he looks so young. I'm tripping. I heard, he's 30. Uh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's got Sorry, the devil's they. skin. They. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, I heard that he's replacing Justin Roiland. No. Uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. No. Um, so, okay. Uh, let's try to fit some more of these bingo cards in there. I heard Louis CK is replacing Justin Roiland on, uh, <laughs> for pickle Rick, which is one of them also. Yeah, yeah, for pickle, he'll be playing pickle Rick, uh, and uh, oddly, Morrissey will be will be playing uh, Morty. Yeah. Oh, um, right, right, right. Which I'm looking forward to. Can I just say how much I hate TikTok? It's the worst platform. I fucking just just that was one of them. Eric rants about how he hates TikTok. Okay, right. I mean, I think um, it is my. I do think it's mind control for sure. We haven't brought up Rock and Roll Ralphs in too long. Have you had any oh, experiences at the Rock and Roll Ralphs? Lately? Yeah, I saw a guy get tackled. Didn't I text you? I saw a guy get tackled. <laughs> by who by security yeah security guard tackled Surprise some guy fucking care i know um so uh okay so you uh it was that like nine in the rock and roll roughs yeah it's i mean that's just business drug addiction does not it does yeah. it doesn't sleep eric yeah it wasn't 9 a.m for um, him uh, so let's see. Uh, you do everybody hearing the sound of my voice. You, that is like your catchphrase at this point. Yeah, I think I I that's the one that I stopped myself from saying earlier. Yeah. Um, oh no, talk. you know what I said? There that. was one. Yeah, we did hard hard talk. Uh, let's see. I don't know how to work Amber Heard into this one. Tradcast. Oh, I mean, her and Ezra Miller. Her and yeah. her and Ezra Miller are, are kind of both people that should sh- like if we're being equitable they should both be fired although i think both of them should be uh extolled as uh living godheads and true i, I don't think they should lose their job at all well both similarly uh, having bumpy uh superhero film careers oh wait i can do one of the ones on uh worst uh on bingo okay uh to our to our uh trans listeners <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. uh ezra miller what do you think yeah, that is uh, call question. call in. Let us know. Hit us. Let us know what uh, you think about about them. Uh, Eric, will we do? Maybe we'll do messages next episode. Uh yeah, we we'll, we can <laughs> we can do messages next episode. Everybody, two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. I still know the number. Uh, <clears throat> Paul Pelosi. He's he's spent. He's out of the news. The lighthouse is dog shit. That is true. It's dog shit, man. I thought about it the other day. I thought about dog shit. Did you see? Uh, Bill is afraid. No, because that name is so stupid. I I won't see that movie ever. <laughs> Here's can I give my review? Yeah, I'd love it. Um, I'm sure there's a really good movie in there. It needed mm. more time in the editing room. It was too long. Went on for too long. Uh, I wanted to like it, but I don't think I liked it. Okay. More is it horror? To- uh no, it's kind of like a. It's definitely has like uncomfortable moments and like there's like some horror influence, but I wouldn't call it a horror necessarily. It's kind of like a dark comedy, I suppose. I don't know. It's a strange film. It's not like I said. There's something good in there, 
if it ended like a half hour earlier, it would have been maybe gratifying, mm. but it was short of that for me. But I don't know. Uh, our good friend Mac Miller absolutely loved it. So oh, uh, shit. Okay. it seems to be divisive. It seems like you either really love it or really hate it. Um, I guess I fall on the hate it realm, but I, I think, like I said, I think that chop, get a little, give it a little choppy. And I think you can make something good out of it. <clears throat> um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, did we do 10 minutes of mic adjustment? Maybe we did that. <laughs> um, uh, uh, let's see. You, you have said, I don't know, man, in an organic way. So did that, I? That, yeah, you did. All right. Holly weird. It is weird out here. It's always weird. Um, what are you oh, up to on the steam deck? Well, wait, hang on. I, I have a, I have a fun Holly weird anecdote. Uh, there was a car abandoned on our block that sat there for four days, just sat in the okay. street. No toe. Oh. <laughs> it just sat. <laughs> in the so not, not 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 parked not parked no like it was double parked it wasn't in the middle of the street but it certainly was not in a parking spot okay people had to avoid it it was there for four days i really think that 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 the like whatever semblance of law that los angeles had or 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 hollywood had i don't because i i parked my car on the wrong side of the street on my block and uh, during uh, uh, alternate side when they were street sweeping, I, I it sat there for over two hours, didn't get a parking ticket. I think that they have given up. I think it is you know a, a lawless world out here. Here's the thing. So I just read that San Francisco book, right? Yeah. You, you should check it. You should check it out. It's pretty interesting. Uh, kind of just confirms what anybody would think about it, which is just like the homeless industrial complex is uh, just self self dealing at mm. this point. Uh, and that's not even its point. It's like more open hearted than that. It has like a really severe, uh, subtitle, uh, like it's like why progressives ruin cities or something. And I really wish it didn't have that because I think it probably alienated a lot of readers from a book that they should read, but it's, uh, uh, just the stats on homelessness are fucking crazy. It's, uh, yeah, go on. And the uh, pandemic era approach to policing is fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. I got to It's one of the things on the list is. You getting a phone uh, call from dad? No, no, no. Uh, it's I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable of police. Uh, <laughs> I never noticed <laughs> you doing that. That's very funny. I, it's so police. weird. I, I, I don't intend to do it. It's I just sound like an old black man from the South. I yeah, do, you do. I, I do not intend to do it. I don't know what, where I picked up the verbal take. My girlfriend <laughs> makes fun of me all the time. She's like, what do you think you're cool? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't think I'm cool. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound like fucking ice cube. I'm just uh, out here. Fucking it's the police. I don't know. Someone called um, the police. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. You can have people looking at you as strange as they look at me when I just fucking say police. Um, anyway, uh, but it's talking about the police in uh, in uh, pandemic uh, era, and yo, know, there is it is the wild west right now in California, and I urge everybody to uh, commit brazen and uh, uh, antisocial crime right now. Yeah, I mean, get, I'm get I'm it just... off while you can. I'm I'm getting you know 
$80 worth of groceries from Whole Foods for $40. So that's that's my way of uh that is your crime it. spree. That is my crime. <laughs> yeah, one day, one day when when they elect a, a hard-nosed uh fucker to lead this city and they get grant carte blanche to the corporations who've been uh getting scammed by these lax crime laws, they're the the Amazon Gestapo boots are going to be kicking down my door. <laughs> Uh, think about if think about the time that we arrive at when uh, Whole Foods is allowed to have a private army. Oh boy, we're on our way. <laughs> I mean, that's the interesting thing about the San Francisco San Francisco book because I think you tell me. I, I don't think that subtitle I think is misleading because it's not necessarily progressives. It's, it's like, it's, it's mostly corporate Dems, right. With, with progressive masks on. Yeah. So that's, that's because we're, we're somewhat younger than the people that write these books or appear on these television shows. You and I recognize that these are not progressives by our definition, but if you're kid rock, then fucking Nancy Pelosi is a fucking progressive. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, and that, sure. and that's really the problem. Cause we're having two different conversations. Like if you are some like black block, like fucking anarchist or whatever, you think AOC is a massive sellout and, and not remotely progressive. Right. <clears throat> and, but meanwhile, if, if you are Richard Dreyfus, you probably see AOC as being fucking the vanguard of progressivism in the United States. Or if you're that clueless old fucking hack fuck, Steve Albini, you probably think AOC is a bikini model. Can I sum up California? I think and yes. maybe maybe it's more just Los Angeles, but I think culturally this applies on like a person to person level. But I think it also in in some way might explain for what's happening uh, broadly. I think in Los Angeles, like so, <clears throat> there's a difference between being nice and kind. Right. A nice person, if you're stuck, if your car breaks down in the rain and you and and you hit up a friend, you said, damn, son, like my car is all fucked up and it's pouring out. And the nice friend will go, oh, man, that sucks so much. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. you know, and the kind friend will be like, you fuck. I'll be bro. there in 20 minutes. You fucking dumb fuck. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Uh, you should have got I told you to get that fucking shit brought in for a goddamn inspection, you piece of shit. That's a kind person. Versus a nice person. I think people that's in California are really nice. I yeah, think that's, un, that's true. Un, underneath, I think their souls are not very kind. And I think we think we don't want to be mean to the to the homeless people, right? We don't want to we don't want some scumbag nightmare Republican to round them up and throw them in the jail or a thresher. We want to be nice to them, which is well, being nice is letting them die on the street, I guess. Okay, so Eric, you need to read this book because that's the the writer's whole thing is at what point is it is it cruelty to let somebody who is uh, mentally unwell and incapable of taking care of themselves? At, at what point do we acknowledge that it's cruel to allow them to be exploited uh, in every respect from fucking, you know, having their shit stolen to being sexually abused or whatever uh, on the street? Uh, is it that's the whole that's the fundamental question of this fucking book and what is the actual job of progressives like you know the the ACLU these clueless fucking hacks now uh <laughs> it, it, they he's he gets them on and he's not it's not gotcha shit he's not like a scumbag reporter 
but he gets them in these moments where they don't, they don't know anything, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like they don't know that like the, the, the top people in some of the, and they, they say things that are, they talk like I do and everybody, they, they say notice, police. No, what they, they talk <laughs> like me in that they are, uh, what do they, what do the idiots say? Centering. They oh. are center. They are centering uh, the, the, the rights, which is actually the ACLU's job. I respect that they're centering the rights over all practical application of those rights. And that's what I do on this podcast all the time. Like, I'll be like, yeah, you know what we need to do? We need to make sure that all women have handguns. And it's like, yo, that's, that's profoundly dumb idea, but oh, it is, but it is a, a, a rights first, uh, uh, idea of the world right which is yeah look what makes it a right is that it does the outcome does not matter right it, it's a it's an inalienable human right you can't say things like you know you and i have this conversation all the time about uh uh the, the right the freedom of expression uh free speech if people always have these stupid comments where they go yeah but the the it's better because if you have a dialogue you can see who has bad ideas and you can, and good ideas will win in the end. And it's like, yo, there that's not the point. Yeah. The point is that that's a human being who has the right to think and say dumb things. Yeah, you they know, have, they have the right to use the full extent of their brain. Right. And, and in directions that don't please me on any level. And I think are antisocial and might lead to uh, uh, terrible outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking terrible. But it's gotta be out. It's gotta be independent of outcomes. It's it's, a, that's what makes it right. Anyway. Um, but these these ACLU people are saying things that are just fucking wild, wild. Like, and also the 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 real issue, Eric, is uh, housing first. Okay, so we're now definitely going to hit our forty five minutes worth of homeless talk. Yeah, uh, I think we've yeah, well passed it. A uh, housing first versus uh, I forget what they call it, like steps, basically like uh, um, like do you have to prove that you're sober before you get a house? Do you have to? Uh, prove that you have a job before you get a house. Do you have mm-hmm. to be showing any effort towards these things that are like, and uh, the housing first model, uh, which uh, uh, everybody, these things, that's the other thing that's fucking crazy. I learned that we, we blame, I've blamed uh, Ronald Reagan my whole life for uh, kicking the homeless out of the, uh, 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 out of the institutions. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was actually two Democrats that pushed that bill into existence and got such an overwhelming majority that Reagan couldn't have vetoed it if he wanted to. Mm. So add, add defend Reagan to the bingo card. Yeah. Everybody put defend Reagan. No apologies. Um, <laughs> America's greatest actor. And, uh, but it's just like the the book is interesting, right? Like what was the and you don't got to agree. What was the thing you told me about on. George Bush? Uh, George Bush was our greatest president. No, there was something about some policy, something about George W. Bush in the in regards to this book. You texted me. Oh, I think I think uh, was he the one that he, pushed housing first policy? Yes, yes. So That's uh, crazy. so he. So on the national level, he was the one that enabled housing first as a, as a policy. So, uh, but here's the thing, everybody, when things go badly, 
you blame the guy that's like more convenient villain and yeah. he just wears that forever. That's the way that that goes. Mm. And when things go well, if you don't like the guy who put it into motion, like for example, like, you know, like you could say the economy under Trump, mm. you're just going to forget that forever. You know what I mean? You're just going to be like, eh, eh, eh. you know, did we mention that he, he's, he's a racist? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, but anyway, the, the book was fascinating. Uh, you don't got to agree with it to read it. It's not like a polemic. It's not severe in any way. Uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty open hearted in how it approaches, uh, ideas that the author disagrees with. Uh, I found it really interesting. And I really think that the subtitle of the book is really unfortunate, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, Los Angeles, uh, Skid Row. So it's Skid Row in Los Angeles. It's, uh, uh, what Kensington? is it? Kensington. Uh, uh, no, no, no. We're no. talking about, Oh, just uh, California. Right, right, right. Uh, what's the, um, not the Castro with the fucking, what's the shit district in, in, uh, San Francisco. What is Fisherman's that? Wharf? Fisherman's <laughs> Wharf. We're talking about Fisherman's Wharf here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we're talking about Cupertino here. Yeah, um, uh, Los Gatos. And I think it's called. Uh, I think the bad neighborhood in San Francisco is uh, Krippendorf's uh, uh, can- Canyon. Yeah, yeah, Krippendorf's <laughs> Canyon. Uh, hate Krippendorf. I think yeah. is what it, uh, is the neighborhood. Um, you can blame and the whole crisis on Krippendorf. The the tenderloin, thank you. The tenderloin. And, yeah. And uh and then the blade in uh uh Seattle. And it uses these three as examples of of places and it gives examples of places that uh have tried to break up spots like this and done so successfully. Uh apparently Amsterdam uh uh uh, in the Netherlands uh, had was just, it had an open air drug market. It had uh, like a, a homeless uh, encampment sort of uh, neighborhood and they've completely managed to uh, break it up while also providing enough mental health services uh, for people that uh, there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of return business to the homeless world. So it uses examples like that. It it, de- it debunks the Portuguese uh, model, which uh, gets thrown around a lot, where it's just everybody says it's just blanket legalization and injection sites and everything. But in fact, the Portuguese have a have a a, a stick and carrot sort of uh, thing going on with their drug addicts. Uh, Here's the thing: I, I don't think I don't think there's any one fit. I don't think there's any one solution. I think what the issue is, what the problem is, and maybe what this book mentions is that the politicians make money off of the homeless crisis. They're using suffering humans to line their pockets. See, that's, forget to the me, politi- that's for- the deeper issue. Forget the politicians. I, I, I think it's I think it's worse. I think it's uh, bureaucrats making sixty three thousand dollars a year Ooh. who who are so scared to ex- to enter the workforce again that they will hang on to models that are proven not to work. Oh, that's yeah. that's what I believe. So so we can look at the people that head charities and make 200,000 and say, "Oh, 
you know, what scum, but on some level, I almost think you deserve $200,000 if, if you are, cause I worked for a charity. I worked for Catholic charities. Uh, Ooh, your uh, cath trad. That's one on the, on the list. Oh, here. not Yes. Perfect. Cath trad. I worked I for Catholic were, charities. They're going after the cath trads today. Oh yeah. What's the problem? Uh, uh, someone said, someone merely said, why is everyone on here Catholic now? And people got weirdly defensive and it was uh, a lot of women and it was, it mm. was them being like Catholics make up X amount of people worldwide. It makes sense that there would be Catholics on here. It was like, no, <laughs> stop it. Stop being stop dishonest. It. You know that, that people were suddenly had a Catholic fascination in the last like two years. I mean, what do you think happens? Do you think that like the fear, the fear of the kids uh, transing and all this push people into kind of uh more traditional modes do you think that that's the thing that happens well no it's like anything it's everyone wants to feel special and feel like their own unique self so if everybody's on one tip they jump to the other tip that's all it is so you think the ezra you think ezra miller has pushed people into uh, uh living underneath that demonic pope yeah probably i don't know <laughs> Sure. There's gonna be at least one or two people out there. We have additions to the uh to oh, the okay. uh to the to that uh our, our listeners had uh had put forth that we're missing from the obviously Moloch cult is uh conspicuously absent from the from the bingo card. Oh yeah. We invoke yeah, Moloch yeah. almost every episode. Um Do for Self is missing. That's uh that's our that's our tenant. Um yes. <clears throat> small soul bugman, that's a that's a very popular one. Um, dad's who is who is Addison Ray? Yo, honestly, I can remember talking about this person maybe extensively, and I have no memory of who they are. <laughs> are, they a tic, are they a TikTok person? Oh, okay, okay. Addison, Addison's disease. What do you think that is? Uh, oh, I don't care to know. Addison Ray is a 22 year old uh, social media personality. She okay. has 88.7 million followers. She has this. This is a part of their uh, little, uh, you know, little sidebar bio on their on the Wikipedia. They have followers, 88.7 million, which, by the way, just a quick aside. I was at a Starbucks today and I asked to use the bathroom and their bathroom code was 1488. <laughs> what no, going What's no. going on at that Starbucks? Uh, kids with the best sense of humor ever. <laughs> um. And uh, part of the sidebar is likes. They have 5.8 billion likes. It's a lot of likes. Holy shit. Yeah. It's like most of the planet. Uh, uh, I started watching a bunch of YouTubes on uh, the uh, sexual misadventures of SS Gestapo members. <laughs> It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out? 
and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. When I say sexual misadventures, I mean really like what we'd probably call rape now. But like all these uh, high-level Nazi bureaucrats were just like pressing like 20-year-old fucking uh, actresses into sex. Uh, the one guy was it was it Goebbels? It, was, it might have been Goebbels. It was it or was it Goring? How, how well do you know your Nazis, Eric? Uh, I know the like the ones with like the funny names, like Goebbels. Sounds like a turkey man. Goebbel, mm-hmm. Goebbel, Goebbel. Uh, Goebbels. So who, and then there's uh, the, uh... there's Himmler, right? You got Hitler and Himmler, right? Yeah, that's yeah, kind of crazy. Uh, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> you got a Himmler. You got a Hitler. Know, and it's a Himmler. crazy. It's crazy. Their names are so okay, similar. So it's Goebbels. Goebbels. So Goebbels. Goebbels. Uh, Goebbels was in charge of, of uh, the propaganda wing of the Hollywood thing there or whatever, like their version of Hollywood. Oh yeah, sure. And he uh, was Len- Lenny Riefenstahl. And he he was like a creepy, uh, skinny little like uh, that like that dude Hugo in uh, Succession. Oh, great sure. actor, by the way. Yeah, he was, he's, and he's he was best. in the he was in the original Super Mario Brothers movie. God, he's the best. <laughs> uh, I think he's the best character on the show. Hugo, I like just, it. Yeah, he's just like an unrepentant please. Yes, he he is the type of people that uh, Trump surrounded himself with. He's the, he is whatever it takes. Like when he went to the two sons after <laughs> after their father died, and we're like, so there's a there's a couple angles we could take on the press release. Yeah, and they're like, and one of them is we just shit all over your father and blame him for everything bad that ever happened to the company. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I don't I don't know if we're gonna rush into that one. He's like, okay, just wanted to put it in the air. <laughs> And it's like, it really doesn't matter to him. Like, it doesn't matter as long as money's coming in. He does not care what it takes to get to keep the money coming in. Well, I mean, it's like a remarkable character. Find it as as reprehensible as a personality type as you may. The world needs people like that. Oh, I mean, those are the fellas. Those are the hatchet men that make the world possible. And and juggalos. They're not they're not good. You know, it's not it's, it's not like these are like people that. I, like I care to know, but yeah. as characters, it's a, that's an unbeatable character. Like that's a pure functionary. You know what I mean? Like a pure agent of something where, yeah. where it's like, you could send that man to do anything like, Oh, Hey, uh, I want my wife, uh, uh, put away into a mental institution. And he'll, and he says, uh, okay, sir. Uh, uh, is she unwell and he'll be like no she's a bitch and <laughs> and she and she doesn't she's she found out about my mistress and now she's mad i was thinking we could put her in an institution so that she can't legally uh divorce me a- and you goes the guy that goes right away sir you know what i mean like like no no sort of, but that's the homeless industrial complex it's right. all you goes yeah it's all you goes for sure it's uh, all people that say that, uh, you know what, if we, if we solve the problem, uh, I won't make my pitiful, I I'll have to reenter the workforce. Yeah. I honestly think that's what it is. I think, uh, but anyway, uh, Goebbels, uh, uh, 
again, we uh, rape is a. I I I'm sure it's not a good guy. I'm not defending Goebbels out here, but <laughs> well, I'm fucking uh, hope not. <laughs> but I don't know what you call this when you like. Uh, when you, he was like a Weinstein before Weinstein, but without the necessarily the physical raping, just like the, oh hey, you want to be in a movie again? Uh, it is what it is, lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, but uh, he had an inward, f- inward facing club foot of a sort. Oh, uh, and looked like, yeah, Goebbels and, and looked like y- y- Hugo. Uh, so he had a hard time with the girls, although his wife, uh, sorry, everybody, I'm a down Nazi YouTube. Uh, add that to no one, probably. <laughs> That's to the timeline. Uh, Nazi YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, that dude was not. He wasn't a good dude, is what I, is where I'm coming to. And uh, neither are homeless people. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, he was uh, not a good looking guy <laughs> by any stretch. Really ugly. Really. Uh, no. Really awful. No, some of these guys had like ten kids. Like some of these Nazi guys had, uh, like they were just pumping out the Nick. They were Nick Cannon of Nazism. <laughs> is that right? Wait, did, is this yeah, the one that were, he killed himself with? With Hitler, Goebbels. I don't know what, what was his outcome. Read about him. Uh, I think he I think, like I think he rallied the troops. Ridge, and am he... I wrong? <laughs> no, no. They they all live in Ozone Park. Yeah, I think he lives in Ozone Park. Is that is it, maybe I don't understand? Uh, Goebbels at around uh, ten thirty. Goebbels and Magda left the bunker and walked up to the Garden of the Chancellery where they killed themselves. There are several different accounts of this event. One is that they each bit on a cyanide uh, capsule near where Hitler had been buried and were given a coup de grace immediately afterward. Goebbels, what is it? What is What do they mean by that? Coup de grace. Oh, I guess like a salute or something. Goebbels SS adjunct Gunther Schwag- Schwagerman testified in 1948 that they walked ahead of him up the stairs and out the chancellery garden. He waited in the stairwell and heard shots. Schwagerman then walked up to the remaining state. Listen, he's in Argentina. All right. Let's yeah, uh, TLDR. He's in Argentina. Can I throw something out there? <clears throat> if I right. was, if I was one of these Nazi guys, uh-huh. instead of killing myself, I would just shave my head and just like pretend to be from someplace else. I'd say, Oh no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Hungarian. I just, I'm from the uh, German speaking part of Hungary. I think many of them probably did that. But but why didn't they all like if Goebbels is probably like oh I'm too high profile uh, bitch it's not like it's not like the internet is available just uh, go shave your eyebrows I, right. I don't know someone should have told Goebbels the internet's not available yeah just go man <laughs> like what what are you doing like nobody's able to like like in Red Dead Redemption you ever think about how weird it is that you can have uh, a bounty on you when they don't who the fuck even knows your face. Yeah, or and I don't know. I got to play Red Dead. They got to draw a picture of you. It can't be accurate. Mm. Grow a beard. I haven't picked up Blood Meridian in like a week. Why? Because it's 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 really rough. I've been I've been watching all the Blood Meridian YouTube videos that you have. Up. I know, and I want to watch them, but I got to finish the book. <sighs> I got to the part. I got to the part where the judge is telling the story about the harness maker. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I got to that, and that story like bummed me out so much. Yeah, 
Oh, well, wait. So are you at the part where they enslave a retarded man? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> okay, so that that's the part that like becomes difficult to read for me. Yeah, it's like when you tapped out in the Sopranos with the uh, with the Vito storyline. Yeah, it's sad. It's it's yeah. This is an upsetting book, uh, and like it's sort of like it's a level of like bleakness that's like I didn't even like I couldn't even conceive of until like McCarthy's genius was like able to put into words. It's the same. With, it's it was the same with uh, uh, No Country for Old Men, but it's almost even more bleak. Oh, it's more bleak. It's yeah. definitely more bleak. Uh, What's, there's a, there's yeah. a humanity in No Country for Old Men. There's no humanity in Blood Meridian. Zero. Yeah. What's the? Doesn't he have books that aren't horrendously depressing, like The Pretty Horses or something? Yeah. The his uh, what's it called? The like Border the, Trilogy. The, the Border Trilogy. Uh, I think that that has like actual uh, like human characters that you could relate to. Which, by the way, can we talk about how I'm a victim of discrimination? Um, yeah. So I say human and people feel the uh, fucking childish obligation to correct me and say human. And I go, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> just as, just as nuclear, like it, it's on the worst possible timeline bingo that I say nuclear. No shit, bitch. That's how you should say that word. That's a nuclear nu- How are you supposed to say it? Nu- nuclear. Nuke- nuclear. Nu- nuclear. Nuclear. No, no, nuclear. I think it's nuclear. Like new, yes, nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah, that's uh, listen. <laughs> if if I was an esche, I would call that gay as hell. Ah, you brought it. You full, know what I mean? Full circle. I bought it full circle. I like to bring yeah. it back. Um, uh, Pat and Bird is actually which... Fortnite. Yeah, why haven't I done that? I got to do that. Uh, yeah, why don't you play Fortnite? Are you first? still playing Fortnite? Yes, we are. We play Fortnite all the time. Uh, I played, uh, it was funny. We were at my girlfriend's brother's house. He's, he's, he reminds me of Andy Rice. He's very, I really like this man. So we're chilling and, uh, he introduces, uh, my girlfriend's son to, uh, call of duty Warzone, And, uh, my girlfriend's son will play, uh, uh, Fortnite, but he doesn't have any exposure to Warzone. He puts the headphones on. He parachutes and within 10 seconds, he goes, he turns to me and he goes, there's adults swearing. And I say, <laughs> I say, yeah, that's the game, man. Yeah. That's, that's the game. He said, are they going to swear at me? I said, high light, highly likely. Very highly likely. And that's the, and that's the best possible outcome. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is that they're, they're trying to groom you into some cult or some shit. Wondering how how deep I should get on uh, on uh, what's his name McCarthy. How many books of his should I read? This is Blood Meridian would be number three. Uh, did you read The Road? Uh, I read The Road. You read uh, Sutri? No, Sutri... and I didn't read the new one. The new one, the new one, I might get. Sutri is uh, they say is not like a it's not it's easy it's an easy read but it has a i think it is like a very sad story but not in like a horrifying way but just in kind of a depressing way yeah the new one Uh, i i want to uh my lovely girlfriend bought me the companion novel of his newest novel oh uh, interesting which is he there's he has yeah because he put you saw he dropped two books like basically at the same time 
yes. <clears throat> yeah, he'd been working on a book. I think his last book was The Road in like 2006. And he all of a sudden in 2022, he just drops two two brand new books, one of which mm. is a companion novel. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. He cited Moby Dick as his favorite novel. What do you think about that? Makes sense. You think? What's the deal with Moby uh, Dick? It's like about a whale. It's not about a whale, but it also is actually just literally about a whale, but it's also not. It's a, yeah, it's about fixation. I would argue it's about having uh, small lives at a time before television. It's about having a uh, small penis. Uh, hold on. Uh, McCarthy has not revealed his political opinions. <laughs> well, uh, no country is like I would you could argue is very conservative. Uh, yeah, I would say. I mean, it's it's uh, literally about how the world is changing, and it's it's uh, very depressing to the old men. What did I read? Uh, <laughs> wait, this, wait. In the nineteen eighties, McCarthy considered secretly reintroducing wolves into southern Arizona. I'm on his <laughs> side. This is a wild guy. I'm on his side. Uh, so the outer dark is the one that I, I think deals with incest. So I have a hard time with it. I don't like incest as a thing. Mm. Uh, Child yeah. of God, I've read. Yeah, that one's, that one's rough. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> I really enjoy that one. <laughs> uh, okay, Eric, I've got to go get uh, uh, water because I'm starting to develop a migraine. Yeah, me too. Uh, you might allergy. Uh, Do you get allergies out there? Mine are killing me. No, I I'm a grown man. Uh, I don't. I have like a post nasal drip. I don't live that type of life. Uh, we didn't talk enough what? about Ray Epps or SNL. Fuck SNL. <laughs> SNL. Hey, listen. Oh, we didn't talk about writer strike. Fuck. All right. Well. We haven't done a rub maps in a while either. Our next bonus episode, we should we should do writer strike and rub maps. Uh, well, let's do Hollywood rub rub maps. Okay, and, and, we, and then and, and then see if see if there's people that we suspect are striking writers. How about this? Here's the genius idea. Uh, mm -hmm. We get the people who write the uh, the the rub maps reviews in Hollywood. We get them to cross the picket line, and they're oh. the new, they're the new writers of SNL. Yo, that is the best idea you've had. <laughs> That's a superior idea. This, this is I'm excited for this bonus episode. Everybody, Patreon.com/slash Worst Possible Timeline for all your bone. That one that's going to be good. Rub maps and writer strike. That's going to be in our in the entirety of our bonus episode next time. Uh, and there's tons of other episodes you can get to. So please go to Patreon. Give us a little bit of dough. Uh, we'll do messages next time. 205-509-9785. Uh, give us a call, leave a message. We, we're still trying to, we're still waiting to hear from our trans listeners. We want to, we, we ask them every week. Um, and I know they're real because they've been, they've messaged me on Instagram. Uh, everybody, uh, what else? Uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com. Go there. Uh, twitch.tv slash WP timeline. We'd stream. We did a stream the other night. It was really fun. Uh, what are the other things I do? Is that everything? I mean, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. You know, you can find us. It's easy enough. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. 
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.